Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Keep Looking Up podcast. I'm Mike Ferrier, your host, and uh, thank you for joining me. And if you've just stumbled upon this podcast, welcome. I invite you to drop by the Facebook page. It's called Keep Looking Up Podcast, and it's a place where you can interact with me, and, and I can interact with you, and you can share some of your thoughts on any matters that I have posted there. I uh, definitely um, invite you to do that. And of course, uh, other people are going to be reading your comments as well, and my comments, so we've got to keep everything uh, very respectful and sensitive to the nature of the podcast. And that is uh, depression, anxiety, and everything that goes along with depression and anxiety. We're not going to focus on the negative. I wanted to do a podcast that can help people. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I definitely don't think it's going to hurt in any way, and I pray that it doesn't. I'm not sure exactly what to talk about here, except for, I guess, the reason why I wanted to start a podcast. Well, I'm a former radio announcer of uh, seven years. Uh, I was a Christian radio announcer, so my job was to be positive and to encourage people. And I'm not uh, doing the, the Christian radio thing anymore, and I really miss it. So this is sort of like a way for me to kind of keep doing that, reaching out to people, connecting with people, encouraging people. And uh, I think uh, by and large that I'll also be encouraged uh, by you if you choose to listen, if you choose to share, if you choose to comment, you're most welcome to do so. There's no judgment here. There is no stigma here. I was reading an article today, and I believe it said that one in five people have mental health issues. And I think that's probably not right. I'm no expert by any means, but I would say that five out of five people definitely have mental health. <laughs> and whether it's good mental health, poor mental health, uh, mediocre mental health, it's something that we can all focus on and uh, do better with it every day. I mean, we, we think about our physical health. We eat, we drink, we sleep, and we look after our bodies. Well, we try to, or we should, and that is a challenge for some. Uh, and I'm in that department too. I have a hard time getting motivated sometimes uh, to stay, you know, going to the gym and eating the right foods and saying no to that bag of potato chips or that chocolate bar. I was born with a sweet tooth. So um, naturally, uh, that's something that I gravitate to. So um, that being said, I would love for you to drop over to the Facebook page if, uh, if you have time. And it's called Keep Looking Up Podcast and uh, share some thoughts with some of the subjects that I've, I've posted, some of the questions. And feel free to be descriptive, transparent. Um, of course, it is a public page as well, so do keep that in mind when sharing anything. Um, but of course, everyone who comes to the page really should treat every person that comments, whether you agree with them or not, with the utmost dignity and respect. Um, I want to cultivate a little community where we can all help each other. Um, that being said, what are my qualifications for doing a podcast on depression and anxiety? Well, I've dealt with my share of depression and anxiety in my 40 years. Yes, I'm now 40. <laughs> I'm getting older. Oh, that's depressing. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, no, no, I'm okay with it. But yeah, so I mean, I guess 
I would say I've had uh, my share of experience with both depression and anxiety. And I'll give you a little bit of a background on me. I think that's probably the best way to start this podcast. So I could say that um, I had a pretty normal childhood. I did come from a broken home. My parents divorced when I was three. And so that was that was pretty devastating to our family. So that is one thing that I, I've had to go through and endure for my entire life. And I think right from the get-go, I was depressed on some reason because, well, my mom and dad weren't together anymore and it really broke my heart. Everything becomes tougher for a person that comes from a broken home in a lot of ways. So that's one thing, um, okay, moving on. Um, I was pretty popular growing up and going to school and had plenty of friends. I was never really bullied a whole lot. Had my share of enemies here and there. I didn't get into a lot of trouble until uh, I was a teenager. And I mean, I suffered from low self-esteem and um, just sort of poor self-image and, and well, it's something that I've worked on for a long time and happy to say I've made some progress in those areas and you can too. And that's what I'm hoping, uh, you know, to talk more about in the future and um, how to be a, a person of substance and or sustenance. Which one is it? <laughs> Not substance. <laughs> and so um, really, I'm hoping that um, whatever you take away from this podcast, I hope that it will, one, brighten your day, two, give you some useful information, three, lift you up out of a, a dark place if you're there, four, uh, encourage you to move forward in life, uh, five, help you to see uh, the silver lining in every problem, six, I hope that um, we learn how to connect uh, well in this community. Uh, what number was that? Seven? I think it was at seven. Seven? Well, I hope to grow through this with you. Number eight, I'm hoping to post some good information about uh, staying healthy in your body, your mind, and your soul. And where am I? Number 10. I keep losing count. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. And I didn't plan this. This is all just kind of off the cuff. Um, so I think number 10. Number 9 or number 10? Whatever. Most of all is to help us. I guess most of all is to give us all hope. And, and that's where uh, the, the most important thing in my life comes in. And that's um, my, my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, I, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian. But that's not really what this podcast is about. Yes, it is a faith-based podcast. And Jesus is, is in everything I say and do and think. And, uh, but it's not going to be a, a preachy podcast uh, but I do get my values and principles from Scripture, and I, I do uh, long for people uh, to know uh, the love of God in uh, the person and work of Christ Jesus. And um, I will be sharing stuff from time to time, and probably sprinkled throughout my conversation, you might hear some biblical references and uh, some scriptures. Um, it's a big part of uh, who I am, and so hopefully you'll accept me and 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 tolerate me for the overall purpose of this podcast and that's to give hope and I've found hope in God through Jesus Christ and so yeah so I encourage you um, if you're not a person of faith stick around you know share your thoughts 
on on things and uh, it doesn't matter what religion you are by the way this is this is a podcast about depression and anxiety and and hope i think a lot of people have anxiety more than they even realize and i think people are more depressed than they realize and and those are okay things those are natural normal human emotions and challenges um i guess i'll start with well i already told you i was i come from a broken home I didn't do very well in school. I never applied myself. I used to stay up all night playing with my toys and then try to go to school and learn. And that didn't work out very well. I really just became the class clown and I was very outgoing. Uh, maybe that's why I am a was a radio DJ for a lot of years is because I, I like talking. I like having fun. I like communicating. And I like uh, making other people feel good. I was a pretty normal kid. Had lots of friends. Suffered a little bit of... Uh, physical abuse growing up and you know what I wasn't you know the best kid either so I definitely deserved uh, the rod when it came but then again you know we're also dealing with broken people and broken people hurt other people and so that's where forgiveness comes into play okay I keep veering off course here but bear with me this is a conversation this is not a professional program I can do what I want and I love it I can say what I want on this podcast there's no censorship um, but don't worry, it's not going to be shocking or nasty or anything. So um, I really uh, started having troubles in my uh, teenage years. Of course, you know, uh, high school, everyone is smoking pot. And so I, of course, started to partake in that. And that's when things, you know, just really went downhill because that's all I wanted to do was smoke pot. And so eventually that led to more troubles at home, troubles in school, led to me getting kicked out of high school. and really just sort of drifting around for a lot of years. Found myself um, as a, an alcoholic. Uh, every weekend I was partying, looking for the next party. And of course, by the time I was 19, I was in the bar every night I could be. Well, that was my fun. That was uh, my outlet. That was my addiction. And uh, of course, if you go to those places, you are going to be... Uh, eventually uh, tempted with other things like harder drugs and so I was introduced to cocaine I believe at age of 20 and became heavily addicted to that substance and that in turn really made me spiral downhill ended up losing you know my my job and my 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 place to live and my car I lost everything really lost my family and boy that was uh a few years of really dark, depressing, lonely times. My family was always there for me, so I want to, you know, give them props. Um, we've had our share of struggles, but through it all, we've um, come out the other side, and and uh, of course, that all takes time. And oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> I went to jail when I was seventeen. <laughs> I went to jail when I was seventeen for B and E. Yeah, it was a, uh, I'll make a long story short. Uh, basically, it was Super Bowl weekend, and me and my friends were sitting around drinking uh, a 60-pounder of uh, rye, and I got really, really drunk and uh, intoxicated, and somehow I decided I was going to break into someone's garage and steal stuff because I needed money. And so, <laughs> oh, I can't believe that happened. 
Anyways, got caught, went to jail, and luckily for me, it wasn't uh, an overly harsh sentence. I got 30 days in jail, and that was the longest 30 days of my life, and um, I swore I would never go back again. And it was just a youth jail, too, so uh, anyhow. <laughs> um, so I spent 30 days in jail. And that was the first time I actually heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, too, by the way, um, was during a church service at, uh, at the prison, at the jail, at the country club, whatever you want to call it, whatever this youth facility was. Um, anyways, uh, but it was always something that stayed with me. It was a very powerful message, and I don't think I really understood it. Got out of jail, I continued to party, and yeah, that was eventually... Uh, when I, you know, got into cocaine and things, and and I was just looking for the next high all the time, and so I guess um, that was where things went really downhill for me was when uh, I started abusing illegal drugs, ecstasy, cocaine, marijuana at the time was illegal, um, hash, acid, mushrooms. It really didn't matter. Whatever we could get our hands on, but yeah, so things went really bad for me after that. Um, by the time I was 21, I was depressed. I was depressed. Like, I wanted to die. I, I did not want to live. Really, I just lived to drink. That was what I felt was numbing my pain or at least filling the void. A broken cistern, if you will. That did a lot of damage to my family. And it wasn't until one night, we were all sitting around having dinner. I think it was... Uh, Thanksgiving or someone's birthday and I just felt lousy. I thought nobody loved me. Nobody cared about me. They didn't care if I lived or died. I felt invisible. I felt I didn't matter. I felt I had no purpose and I just felt guilty for the way I was living and I was very angry and I decided that I was going to go to the bar. I got up from the dinner table and left. Didn't say goodbye to anybody. Just left. And I started driving over to a bar, and I just happened to uh, go past a church, and the lights were on. And, you know, I always believed there was a God, but I didn't think you could really know him. And I knew that, you know, he wasn't happy with me. I believed, you know, I was on my way to hell. As I was driving past, I said, Okay, God, if you're real, this is your time to show me. Prove it. And so I turned into the church, and uh, I think they were just finishing up a Bible study. People were leaving as I was walking in. And a pastor came up to me and said, can I help you? And I just looked at him, and tears just started flowing, and I just couldn't stop crying. And um, the pastor uh, actually uh, brought me into his office and sat me down and started talking to me, you know, asking me, you know, what's wrong? What's happened? Uh, is there anything I can do for you? And I just said, I, I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad and angry and I don't know. I just don't know what to do with my life anymore. And, and we talked for probably, uh, uh, 45 minutes or so. And the pastor said to me, you know, would you like to be forgiven for your sins? I didn't even know what sin was. I said, what are sins? And he said, well, those are things that you've done wrong in uh, the ways that you have um, broken God's law and angered him. He said, you can be forgiven 
of every single thing you've ever done. Every sin you can be forgiven for tonight. And I said, well, that sounds good. And he said, well, you need to be born again. And I said, okay. And he said, would you like to, to pray to receive Christ? And I said, okay. And, well, he took me through what was, it was really, he was just asking me if I wanted to pray and call on the Lord. And I said, well, that sure sounds good. And so he led me in a prayer. And by the end, uh, I was bawling my eyes out again and asking Jesus Christ to please forgive me of all my sins and to help me turn away from them. And I asked that I would receive eternal life and forgiveness for all of my sins. And, and so after that, I felt different. I really did feel like something changed. Something was gone. I wasn't carrying all of the weight anymore. I wasn't carrying any of it. And the pastor told me that because I called on the Lord and asked him to forgive me, that he not only forgave all of my sins, past, present, future, but has also given me eternal life with him and saved me from certain destruction. I felt different after that. I believed I had eternal life. Something had changed in me. He gave me a, a Bible, but I didn't read it. And that was a big problem because it wasn't too long after that that I was back into my, my old habits of drinking and drugs. And finally, one night, it was probably within a year or so, um, I started to really feel drawn to go to, to, go to church. And um, something happened where I was, I was really depressed, I was really sad, and I was really scared. I'd uh, gotten into a relationship I shouldn't have been in with a married woman. And, um, you know, sex out of marriage, um, still doing drugs, alcohol. Um, countless other things I can't even remember, but I really began to feel horrible about my sins, believing that I had eternal life and God had forgiven me. And I found myself in my apartment pacing around in circles for hours, just distraught, full of anxiety, thinking, I've done it. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. That's it. I'm finished. God could never forgive me for everything that I've done. I was paralyzed with fear, thinking about the fact that I was going to hell. And there's nothing I could do about it because I had already asked God to forgive me. And then here I am living a equally as bad or worse life to what I was before I called on him. I did pray and the Lord did impress upon my heart, you know, discerned him speaking to my soul not in an, in an audible voice or anything, but he was just speaking directly to my, my heart, if you will, or my soul, and um, basically telling me to stop doing these things that I've been doing and to begin reading his word and going to church where there's other people who are seeking him to, to make my life his life. He said that basically he would show the world what he would do through a broken sinner like me, if I would trust him. And I trusted him. And so there began my Christian journey to find a church. And um, I tried a few different ones and 
finally I found one and um, I, I rededicated my life to the Lord and began reading the Bible and he began working in my life. And one night I had this beautiful experience and you don't need to have a, an experience to be to be saved. All you need to do is call on the Lord. But um, anyways, my experience involved me coming face to face with who I was, who I had been living as, and facing the God that I wanted to know. And I was so ashamed. But something happened in my heart, and I just felt the power of God just infiltrate my heart. And I was so scared. I... I I started to cry. I was bawling my eyes out because I was so ashamed of who I was and the things that I had done in my life. That must have went on for about 20 minutes. I was just crying and weeping, just so ashamed. Somebody told me that it was the Holy Spirit who was uh, working in my heart, showing me this, showing me my sin, and reminding me who I am, that I've called upon the Lord. I'm no longer who I was. I'm a child of God now. The feeling that I had in my heart was one of fear and absolute ecstasy when I felt the grace of God. When I felt His grace poured out into my heart. It was the greatest feeling that I've ever had. I felt a fatherly love that said, yes, you are a sinner, but my grace is greater than all your sin. And I've always loved you, and I will always love you. And it, I just felt like this stern, scary, fatherly love. But at the same time, it felt so warm and beautiful. I tell you, it was, it was a, an incredible, incredible uh, night for me. And I began to, to laugh joyfully. And and laugh and laugh and and then I would cry because I would start thinking about how bad I was again and then I would laugh again. It was a beautiful experience. And that night I walked home and it was Christmas Eve, and um, I basically walked through the streets of Brantford singing Christmas carols at the top of my lungs, sort of like a Scrooge experience. It was the best night of my life. I'll never forget it. And I don't care what anybody says, it was real, it happened, and I've been following Jesus ever since. That night, God made me see that he can forgive anyone. And he has a love to give that is so inexpressible, so powerful, so lovely. And I, I've never felt so clean in my life. I literally felt born again. It's the greatest night of my life. Ever since then, I, I, I felt that I had purpose, I've had joy, I've, I've had struggles, but I've also had a God that helped get me through those struggles. I decided uh, to get into radio, and eventually went to a Christian radio station, and all I wanted to do was tell everyone about this love that I had in my heart for the Lord Jesus. Well, God put me on the radio to share it with everyone, and, and I did that for... Uh, seven years or so, and uh, now I'm not doing that. And I still continue to want to share the goodness of God 
the wonderful savior who changed my life, took away my depression, took away my anxiety, gave me a hope and a future. Here we are. I've been out of radio for about a year. I have another business where I do voiceovers and videos and um, other kinds of projects. And something has been missing. Something's been missing. And that is communicating with others and giving them hope. So here we are with the Keep Looking Up podcast. I don't know if anyone's going to listen. I don't know if anyone's going to like this. But you know what? I thought I'd give it a try because I've got a lot to say. And I know there's a lot of people that suffer from depression and anxiety. And I know the cure for both of them. And that's not to say that I don't still have bouts of depression or anxiety, but I know that I will always get through it. And so can you. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to encourage, to support, and connect with uh, whoever wants to uh, do that. So again, uh, I invite you to drop by the Facebook page. If um, you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to leave them. Definitely get in on some of the discussions. I would love to hear from you and uh, begin interacting and growing a community of hope and encouragement as we walk through life and we walk through discouragements and times of depression and seasons of trials. And this is just something that I need to do for my own mental health, spiritual health, and physical health. And I hope that you will join me for uh, the next Keep Looking Up podcast. And I promise it won't be all about me next time. I just thought it was appropriate that uh, you get to know who your host is. I'm Mike Ferrier. I'll see you next time. Till then, keep looking up.